Blog Talk Radio.
and uh, we'll get Lane again to come and tell us what's happening in sports, regionally and internationally. And I'm sure Dennis would have something to say concerning what's happening on the home front. Locally, David would just hop on in and will tell us what's taking place here in South Florida. And of course, along the way, we'll remind you that tomorrow, the heavyweight comes in at 6 to 9 in the p.m. Tanel will be coming with the birthdays anniversaries and events that would have taken place on this date. Compliments Mr. Audley Watson. He would have taken some time out to really um, compile those. So stand by for that. That's always intriguing. Miss Donna is available. Sure, she'll be in on the birthday hour. And of course, Kano will have to greet his many, many, many special friends. There's some there's some fans, and then there's some special ones. So he'll greet them. And of course, <clears throat> we'll be hearing from Dawn and Debbie. They will be coming up to about um, 10.45 this morning. So stand by for that. They, too, are going to be rounding out the month of February. I'm sure they will have something to tell us. Dennis will be introducing those ladies. And, of course, we'll be bidding them farewell at the same time. Well, we'll have an open line session anytime after 11 o'clock where we will speak about events of the day. Events of tomorrow, i sure we'll talk about the Russia and Ukraine situation. We have a black nominee for the Supreme Court. Maybe we'll touch that. But for sure, we'll be having you some musical interlude. I pray and hope that all is well with everyone. Like I said, we're going to take it um, a little different this morning. I'm going to do the praying this morning. So with that, let us pray. Um, there is only one God, no matter what you call him, whether Jehovah, King, Jesus, whatever it is, but there is one God. So let us pray. Oh, gracious, gentle, and generous God, fill us with goodness. From every good and perfect gift, Generates. We come to you this morning with hearts of gratitude. Thank you that your breath is still flowing through our nostrils and lungs. We praise your holy name for you deserve all the honor and the glory, the adoration and worship. You have done so much for us and there is so much more in store. Thank you. Had it not been for you on our side, we know not what would have become of us. Poor, sinful, and feeble we be. May your will on earth be done, Father, as it is in heaven. In heaven, there is everlasting joy, happiness, holiness, health, and worship, and no sin at all. No sin at all. You didn't warn and say, woe to the inhabitants of the earth, for the devil has come down with wrath against us. Your creatures, there is sin, war, and oh God, yes, war. Ukraine, attacked by Russia, there is war. There is sickness, some of in the head, sorrows great. We have grief, we have pain, we have anxiety, we have death. 
yes, Lord, the death right now happening over there in Ukraine unjustified. We have darkness and destruction that is all around us. Lord, help us. The storm of life are raging, but help us to have our anchor of faith firm and deeply rooted in Christ, the solid rock. Be our shelter and our guide. And whatever you allow us to go through, help us to pass through successfully with your divine intervention. You parted the Red Sea for the children of Israel, and we are also your children. Do the same miracles for us today, dear Lord. May fear never overtake us, but help us to rest on your promises, to never leave nor forsake us, and to send your angel to assist us. Thank you for allowing us to live and see the last day of this week. In a matter of, in a matter of hours, it will be another week closer to your coming. Help us to be and stay ready. Thank you for your provision, protection, and pardon during the week. Yes, Lord, we really, really have to thank you for keeping us through this week. Jehovah Raptor, touch every sick soul and bring healing. Wrap your arms around those who are emotionally torn and bring comfort. Keep us, our families and friends, covered under your wings and under the previous blood, under the precious blood of Jesus. We dare not choose our lot, however dark it may be, but with you as our shepherd, we will be all right. For you are in control and absolutely nothing catches you off guard. May your will be done, Father. Hear our prayer as we pray to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, <clears throat> I'll ask Lynn to just maybe just remember the sick and the shutting that we normally um, speak about here on the show. So Lynn, if you care to do so, you can just mention those names. Well, first of all, I'd like to just say good morning to all and good morning to Ivor, morning to Mertrees, Mertrees. Dennis, and all the others who are on board with us this morning. It's a wonderful day in my neck of the woods, and I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to just ask your kindness on the ones who are sick, ones who are shutting, especially my dear wife, Eunice, Dr. Leroy Lashley, and his daughter, Lisa, Bob Dean Nisbet, Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt. Edward Carter, Oliver Solomon, Murchis Nisbet, El Camino Willett, Ralston Otto, Wentworth Francis, Delbert Francis, Dennis Kelman, Joseph Gunshop, Willis Daniels, and Mona Daniels, Fillmore Hallpike, Earl Stevens, Jeanette Hughes, Dr. Roger Brown, and Virgil Francis Jr., and all the others who have not expressed their concerns, Lord, we pray for them. We pray that the show may go on this morning without any interruption whatsoever. And those who are participating and those who are listening may find pleasure in the presentation this morning. All these we ask in your precious name. Bless the host as well as those who will be coming on later on and all who are associated with the show. Pray, Lord, for your kindness, 
over the years and to pray for the ones who are helping us to keep the show alive. All these we ask in your precious name. All God people say, Amen. Is that over there? What the power is, I, I need somebody to just shout Jesus. Yes, yeah, shout it without an instruction. Somebody shout like you have a relationship. Hey, we know where the power is. God, we need power. We need your power. We need your power. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Come on, declare it. Break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain. Let's say there is power. There is power. Come on. There is power. There is power. In the name. In the name of Jesus. There is power. Hallelujah. 
Come on, everybody, lift your hands as we lift our voices. Come on, say, my God. Come on, say, he can move mountains. He can move mountains. Keep me in the valley. Come on, say, it happy from the rain. That's it. My God is awesome. Come on, heal me when I'm broken. Strength where I've been weak. Forever he'll reign. Come on, you got it. My God is awesome. Come on, say, he can move mountains. Keep me in the valley. Hide me from the rain. Has he ever covered you? Come on, my God is awesome. Heal me when I'm broke. Strength where I've been weakened. Forever he'll reign. One word. Come on, everybody. My God. Come on, somebody lift your voice. If you know it's been good, say it. Awesome. Say, my God. Come on, if you know it's been good, do you testify? Somebody ought to lift your voice. He's awesome. Come on. My God. My God. Verse 2. Thank you of the whole world. Give her up salvation. By his strike. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. My God is awesome. Listen. Today I am forgiven. His grace is why I'm living. Somebody ought to praise his holy day. Come on, you say. My God. My God is awesome. Come on, awesome. 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 My God. My God is awesome. Come on, look back over your life and see where the Lord has brought you from. Thank you. 
Well, 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 we are just moments away from the book of the Bible, so we're going to have Liam stand by for that. Where is the, oh, I don't see the hand, okay, this is this one. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, are you hearing me? Yes, I'm hearing you now. Okay, good. Do, do, could you do me a favor? We do have a very close friend of mine. His wife passed on a couple of days ago, and um, we'd just like for us to play a song to at least help the folks as they go through this period of illness, of mourning, and grief. The name is Phyllis Rochelle, and her husband is Herdis Rochelle. Very good friends of mine in Miami, so just want to offer our yes. sympathy to them on behalf of the Cricket Show, and one who has been very faithful to me when I was in Miami, ride bikes together, and glad to see his wife just passed off so passed and so so suddenly. So, heard it on behalf of the Cricket Show. Want to just offer our sincere sympathy and me, your dear wife Phyllis. Rest in peace, eternal. Back to you, Ivan. Yes, well, this time, Liam, we're going to go into the book of the Bible. It's at the bottom of the first hour, so we're going to take it away. I just want to say, I haven't heard um, Mr. Dennis' voice this morning. I don't know if he's, he's still asleep, but good morning to you, Dennis. And this morning, we're going to just look into the book of, hmm, it's a good book, Jonah. When anyone hears about Jonah, they think about being in the whale's stomach. And I'm just going to begin by saying, Jonah, he was a prophet whom God called to preach in the kingdom of Nineveh. Jonah tried to run away from God and was swallowed up by a great fish. Some say shark or whale. When the fish returned him to land, Jonah went to Nineveh and warned the people about God's judgment. Jonah learned that God forgave even a heathen city if the people were to say sorry for their sins. So again, Jonah you heard the story about Jonah being swallowed up by the big fish. And after a number of days, he was returned to shore. And he obeyed God by going to Nineveh to preach. And story told that God will take care of you. And you, you're sorry for your sins. So that's my portion this morning from the word of God. Yes, and again... You want to thank you for that um, book of the Bible. I'm sure we'll hear from Dennis in the sports section. That's the itinerary that I have for him. He'll come in at the sports section. Uh, I know he's there, and I see he will have something to to bring for us. And of course, we'll bring in the ladies when they come on in. Um, for some strange reason, again, my computer decided, well, you're not going to have any control. 
Okay, let me just see if I can get control myself. It's a little dicey here, but do my best. And I hope the fans will be able to stay with us as we go to a little try and create um, period. I want to play my greatest. You raise me up, and everybody knows that one. It's by Josh Grooveman. Okay, so just bear with me as we get it. It's a little. You raise me. You. It's tough this morning. Okay. Yeah, here is it. Okay, folks, stay with us as we fumble around a little bit. But here is just Groban. 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 And I'm just dedicating to Herdis Rousseau. He lost his wife recently. Very good friend of mine while I lived in Miami. And I just want to say our prayers and thoughts are with you, Mr. Herdis, and me, your wife, Phyllis. Rest in peace and rise in glory. Here is just go, go run. me see 
I think we have Cardinal with us. So, morning, Cardinal. Good morning, Ivor. Good morning, Leon. And uh, good morning, Dennis, if you're listening. I understand you're not in yet. I am here listening. Okay. Good morning, good morning. Good morning to you. Um, and good morning to all the fine friends and supporters of the Saturday morning entertainment show. Yes, go ahead and give us some. Um, yes, I'm go straight into the topic there and concerning Black History Month. We're going to be closing out the month. Um, of February, it's the shortest month they would have given us to celebrate during President's Day, but we're going to um, try to 
bring something to the front that we thought would um, educate um, the, the folks, the listeners. So take it away. Yes. Yeah, um, and, and, and hopefully I, I would have brought something that would make us understand that the passage of February should not be the, the the starting point. I hope you guys didn't hear that. <laughs> um, the starting point should not be the stopping point of our interest in the history and civilization of our people. Now, at the end of the 15th century, Europeans initiated another, another of the advances upon the other territories of the world in what we know today as European colonialism. This was the most ruthless criminal enterprise and campaign of international terrorism in the history of the human existence. But Europeans called it the spread of Western civilization. It began with the invasion of the territories of the Caribbean and the Americas, which Europeans later called the New World. Europeans accumulated an abundance of wealth from the rape and plunder of the people and resources of these territories and justified their barbarism by characterizing the indigenous peoples of these territories as uncivilized savages. The European version of historical events that shaped the resulting consequences would lead one to believe that the indigenous peoples of these plundered territories meekly surrendered to gain the benefits of the, of the superior European culture and the intelligence of the European. It is out of these circumstances that the philosophy of racial superiority emerged sometime around the 16th century. The plunder of the European New World, quote-unquote European New World, was the precursor to the plunder of the African continent to satisfy the pursuits and objectives of Europeans. Again, the European version of history would have had you believe that Africans meekly and gratefully surrendered to, Euro to European advances. This is woefully inaccurate information because there was resistance. Although the indigenous peoples were... I'm hearing something. Anybody at the controls to bring that uh, reverberation and thing to under control? Leon, are you there?
Okay, Carl, now it seems as if it's gone. It's gone? Yes. Ali, Ali and, and Ivor are hearing us? I think we're hearing you, so maybe you should just continue. We are hearing each other, but I'm not even Okay, this will be. Okay. Um, I don't think I don't think Leon and Ivor are hearing us. But you? I'm hearing you, so I think others may well be hearing you. I'm too. hearing you, Dennis, and you're hearing me, but <laughs> I don't think Leon and Ivor are hearing us. Yes, so, I'm hearing you, Carl. I'm okay. Well, what about Ivor? Okay. What about no, Ivor? No, he he's dropped. I, I, okay, he's back. So let me see. Okay. So Ivor, you back? Are you? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Continue. He's not answering. Then okay. Then. Okay. Great. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm hearing everybody. So we're good to go. So I was saying, although the indigenous peoples were disinclined and unprepared for these barbaric wars that were orchestrated against them, there was resistance. Remember, though, that the history of Europe is a history of wars. So the, the Europeans were very well experienced in aggression and violence against the people who they themselves described as peaceful, friendly, and accommodating. Yet, their history would refer to them as being uncivilized, savage. You know, tell me which one is which. Now, there was, indi- there was resistance from the indigenous peoples of the Caribbean before they were almost completely exterminated. 25 million people exterminated between the Bahamas, and the coast, and the northern coast of South America. 25 million people. There was resistance from the indigenous peoples of North America. There was, there was resistance from the Africans who were kidnapped from the continent and brought to the Caribbean as the, and, and the Americas in a massive scheme of crimes against humanity that we call today the Atlantic slave trade. African people were brought to the European New World, and I said in quotes, European New World, to be reduced to property and traded as items of commerce and instruments of labor. There was resistance from the Maroons of Jamaica and other territories. There was resistance led by Bodo, Kojo, Sam Sharp, Denmark Vesey, Nat Turner, Bookman, and others. There was resistance led by Toussaint Louverture, Jean-Jacques de Saline, and Henri Christus in 1789 to establish the first black independent republic in Haiti in the midst of the European offensive against the black and, and indigenous peoples of the world. There was resistance led by the Honorable Fidel Castro and Ernesto Che Guevara, which made Cuba the only independent republic in the Caribbean today. So there was resistance. There are many who led the various pockets of resistance, but standing shoulder to shoulder with 
any of them is the Honorable Marcus Messiah Garvey. Garvey was born in Jamaica in 1887, and this was three years after the Europeans convened the Berlin Conference, and this was in 1884, in which the Europeans laid out a plan to ravage Africa, steal its resources, destroy its societies and cultures, and dehumanize its people. The plan included an agreement in which the European nations would make peace with each other and would make no objection to the activities that one European country orchestrated against the African peoples in Africa. Garvey single-handedly orchestrated a resistance where the weapon of resistance was the, in the dignity, pride, and intelligence of African people. His signature motto was Africa for the Africans. Now, of course, the Europeans didn't like this. Garvey may well be called the father of Pan-Africanism, although that title is usually given to the three Trinidadians, H. Sylvester Williams, George Padmore, and C.L.R. James, who convened the first Pan-Africanist conference in England in 1945. But the father of Pan-Africanism really should be conveyed upon Marcus Garvey. Garvey, you know, um, Garvey was the first one to call for the reunification of Africa. His battle cry was, up, you mighty folk, you can accomplish what you will. Garvey's influence spread all over the Caribbean, South America, Central America, North America, Africa, and Asia. Garvey is most known for his work in the United States, though, where he migrated in 1915. He created a massive organization called the UNIA, the United Negro Improvement Association, in which that organization purchased five ships to secure the commercial enterprises, the travel, and transportation of black people. And that shipping arrangement was called the Black Star Line. Now, in the midst of his efforts, Garvey was prosecuted for fraud. And I think male fraud. And was eventually, was convicted and eventually deported from the United States in 1925. Now, one might want to wonder why black people are still in this state of slavery that we find ourselves after these great periods of resistance. The answer is simple. Betrayal. Betrayal from within. Garvey was betrayed by the very people whose liberation he sought. The evidence against Garvey was poor at best. 
non-existent at, at its worst. But the Attorney General of the United States was able to secure the assistance of black people and black organizations to ensure the conviction of Garvey. That after Garvey was arrested, the president of the NAACP wrote to the attorney general and asked him when was he going to prosecute Garvey and get him out of here. And like I said, Garvey was eventually was jailed in Louisiana and eventually deported from the United States in 1925. But the influence of Garvey remained as we saw the birth and the arrival of people like Malcolm X, of people like Louis Farrakhan, you know. And I'm sure that there are also Garvey movements all over the United States, though they have not been reunited in a resistance movement. They are people who are still craving influence of Marcus Garvey. Garvey eventually died in England poor, decrepit, decrepit, and without a friend in 1940. So here we are, right back to where we started. Just like the Black Panther movement, and just like every other movement for the liberation of black people, it has been undermined from within. It's not difficult, it's not easy to lead a people who has been entrenched in the circumstances of enslavement. That's my thought on Marcus Garvey, the Honorable Marcus Garvey. Up you mighty folk, you can accomplish what you will. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, everyone. It's unfortunate that this is the last presentation for February, but I enjoyed bringing it to you, and I'll do so at any given moment if asked and given the opportunity. So long. Enjoy the rest of the Black History Television. Thank you, Daniel. That's going to bring us to the end of our inspirational portion.
Okay, good morning again, folks, especially Cardinal, and good morning to you, Dennis. haven't heard much of you this morning. You did all sleep. I know you're some three hours away from us, but please be with me because I have a lot to talk about your type of, of um, team. Well, I'm here, okay. Yes, indeed. Folks, we're going to start this morning. Good morning, good morning to you, Cardinal, as well. The West Indies have named their squad to take part in the series against England, and the West Indies team would have assembled yesterday. Uh, England team is already in Antigua. But let me give you the squad. The West Indies test squad is Craig Bradford, the captain, Jermaine Blackwood, and Kumar Bonner, Shane or Shamar Brooks, John Campbell, Justice Silver, Jason Holder, Azari Joseph, Kyle Myers, Vera Sammy Permall, Anderson Phillips, Emma Roach, and Jaden Seal. Also, CWI President 11 was also named. It includes Shane Dowich, he's the captain. Raymond Reefer is the vice captain, Colin Archibald, Alex Atenez, Casey Carty, Brian Charles, Sherman Lewis, Preston McSween, Shane Mosley, Jer- Jeremy Solano, Shamar Springer, Devon Thomas. Uh, the persons to represent the President 11 on March the 1st to the 4th. The first test match kicks off on the 8th. That match will be played at the Savivian Richards Stadium over there in Antigua. And the second will be played in Kensington Oval in Barbados. And the third will be played in the 24th to the 28th. That will take place in Grenada National Cricket Stadium. So, folks, be mindful of what is going on. The squad will hear much about that. We're going to be talking a little bit about the West Indies four-day tournament, which has been postponed for a while until things have ironed out. Barbados are on top with 42 points, followed by Trinidad and Tobago. They had 38.6 points. The Leeward, having won one and lost the other, at 24.6. And the Guyana, 21.4 points, winning one and losing the other as well. Windward Islands and the Jamaica have both lose, lost two matches each. And Jamaica were uh, on 8.8 points and Windward are on 10.8 points. We do have the... You have a lot of uh, interference as, as we speak. It's coming back and drowning out my... my. And we're going to give you the most runs that have been scored in the tournament so far. Okay, on the number wicket, Anderson Phillips, 12 wickets. Brian Charles has 11 wickets. Oh, okay, there's something was on here, so. Okay, good. All right, let's go. So let's go again, because Anderson Phillips has 12 wickets, followed by uh, Brian Charles, 11 wickets, and in third place is Eamon Khan, 10 wickets, and Mr. Demba, Demba, 
He is uh, ten wickets as well. But tomorrow we'll give you the more more detail. Let's give you an idea as to the ones with the most runs. I did have Shane Dunk. A little scratchy, but I, I'll, I'll give you that tomorrow as well. Let's turn our attention to India and Sri Lanka. India in the first T20. India scored 199 for two. Sri Lanka uh, 137 scored 137 for six, losing there by 62 runs. And of course, we know India uh, hosting two test matches and three T20s from February 24th to March 16th. The first match, of course, we just talked about, was won by India by 62 runs. The next one will be on the 26th. And the third T20 will be on the 27th. The two test matches, March the 4th, beginning March the 4th, and the next one will begin March the 12th. New Zealand versus South Africa. New Zealand having won the first by Huge margin of, of, of innings and 276 runs. And now the South Africans are fighting back because they scored 364, South Africa did. And New Zealand are 157 for five at stumps at the second day. Looks good. So New Zealand um, trailed by some 207 runs. We look forward to see the outcome of that encounter by tomorrow. We'll tell you what is going on. Bangladesh. Up against um, the Bangladesh, uh, up against Afghanistan, and the latest score we have in that this match is 50 over match. Um, Bangladesh 306 for four, Afghanistan 218 all out, giving Bangladesh a victory by some 88 runs. We have a number of matches that are, are due to come. We'll wait for tomorrow to give you all the details of that. And Ryan and Polara in a Dream 11 T10 team that will blast off into Rupa in Trinidad and Tobago. So we look forward to see if Polar is using these warm-up matches to get himself back in shape. And the IPL votes are, are due to be kicked off March the 26th. March the 26th is the start of the IPL this, this year. And, of course, you heard the big news that some 17 players from the Caribbean were given contract and we are looking forward to see how they perform and the ICC Women World Cup will kick off March the 4th and we're going to April the 3rd there's some 31 ODI matches that will be played and West Indies first match comes up March the 9th and they'll be taking on Might of England and we are hopeful that we'll be able to carry I mean bring you all the details the next match of West Indies is March the 12th, and we'll go into the details tomorrow, and who is beginning, who is starting, who is, who's playing whom, and the various squad. BCCI set to up a committee to investigate threats against Saha. Saha was threatened, and we'll find out what is... that book and a little bit of interference there which is okay let's continue and the, the, the men's T20 World Cup qualifiers are just completed and the final match the United Arab Emirates versus Ireland and the U 
UAE have won by some 77 mm-hmm. wickets. So United Arab Emirates winning there by some seven wickets. So congratulations to the United Arab Emirates. So watch out. Watch out. West Indies, United Arab Emirates are coming for us. Pakistan Super League, we see the Molten Sultan, they on top, followed by Lahore, Calderas, and they're on 10, 18, and 12 points, respectively. And we do have some more cricket schedule because this one is the ICC. Well, we, we covered that before. And big, big news because the general elections continue to be delayed. And we're talking about USA cricket as the show shades of what happened with Osaka some years ago. So we look forward to to talk some more about that tomorrow and one of our special guests, which Mr. Dennis will talk about some more, um, will be with us and he will obviously be in position to tell us more of what is going on with USA Cricket. And Tyson Fury is, is due to fight Dylan White at Wembley on the 23rd of April. Dylan White on the 23rd of April against Tyson Fury, and we look forward to tell you more who will be. And turning to my best quote, I tell you, man, Manchester City are on top with 63 points. Now, hear this. Liverpool are in third place, uh, second place. I said third, second place. Above Chelsea by 10 points. You know what, what happened? Chelsea just said, man, go ahead. We are, you know we can't win the championship. So he fights out with Liverpool, with Manchester City for the, for the championship. We will Take that big match coming up tomorrow, and that is what counts. Let's see if they can take that match tomorrow. Chelsea is coming up with against Liverpool tomorrow in a big, big match. And in fourth place, we have Manchester United, fifth. We have Arsenal. West Ham is sixth. World seventh. Tottenham, they're eighth. Southampton, ninth. And Brighton, they're tenth. Crystal Palace, eleventh. Leicester is twelfth. 13th place is Ashton Villa, followed by Brentford, Leeds, Everton, and Newcastle in 17th position. In the relegation zone, we have Burnley, they are 18th, Watford, 19th, and Norwich, 20th. And, and some news about tennis, because Nokov Djokovic is losing his number one ranking. And Daniel Medivedev will be number one. I tell you. Sorry for you, Mr. But we will just tell you that most of what we have, and of course, we talked last week about West Indies historic ODI series against the Netherlands, and that will take place May 31st to June the 4th. West Indies number of players have, have moved up um, in the league. We'll tell you more of who, who these players are. And we just want to remind our folks that we have quite a few things to talk about. We have a special guest. Come, come. We have a, quite a few matters to discuss tomorrow, so be sure to join us at 6. And we'd be grateful if you could be in on time because we've got a great agenda lined up for you and our special guests. 
dear, the dear as well. So that's it for me, Ivor. All the best to the folks. Yes, uh, Dennis will put the trimming on what's happening here in the US of A. You would have started it, so we'll invite Dennis to come on in. Yes, good morning, Ivor. Morning, morning um, sir. Cardinal. Um, there's not a great deal of activity currently going on in the US, except that uh, we are anxiously waiting the decision in the courts regarding the USA cricket USA or USA crickets in general election. Apparently there are some disputes regarding membership and voting eligibility. And that's what's actually delaying, causing the delay because of a court case. So tomorrow our guest, we hope, will be able to give us a little bit more clarity as to what is going on, who's holding it up and why it's. Other than that, uh, just to um, put the edge on uh, what Leon was telling us about the President's 11 for the West Indies. What's interesting about the President's 11 is that for the f- series of matches, those two rounds of matches played, it is interesting to note that all the players selected in the President's 11 are all the top rated players in terms of what they've done in these two matches. All of them have done well, and they are the leaders in the stats, batting, bowling, and so on. So it's interesting to see how these uh, President 11 stack up against the real, the selected um, Test 11. And certainly we're expecting to have a lot of challenges from this President 11 group into the Test Match series. And finally, the um, Cricket World Cup, T20 World Cup, which is due in Australia this year. I know Leon mentioned that United Arab Emirates and Ireland has qualified, but there will be another round of group matches coming in July in Zimbabwe, in which the West Indies will also be participating. So we're looking forward to seeing, and of course, the United States, I'm sorry, I said the West Indies, the United States will be participating. So we're looking forward to that in July. That's it, Ivor, and it's back to you. Okay, Okay, thank you. We're going to have David this morning. He's out doing a game, as a matter of fact. He's on playing a game at this time, but tomorrow I can bring that information. Yes. Yeah, just permit me to bring the top scorers in the four-day tournament. And we have Bradford with 341 runs, followed by Thomas, 242. In third place, Campbell, 213. Carter, 164. Jonathan Carter, that is. And Atenez, 164. And uh, Carriott is 145. And Karen Pollard, Powell. He's at 144. So those are the top top leaders so far in the batting for the West Indies 4 tournament. And, of course, that is important for folks to know as well. Go ahead. Back to you. Okay. Anything in the bowling? Leading with the, with yes. the takers? Yeah, I brought the bowlers, the bowling before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Not a problem. Oh, so, but I yeah. But yeah, I can tell you that. again, the bowling is, is as follows. You have followed by 
print is so small and my eyes is a little too old. Charles, Brian Charles, he has taken 12, 11 wickets. And Khan is taking some 10 wickets. So all Trinidad in one, two, and three. And the fourth place is Chamber or Demba. He's taken 10 <coughs> wickets. And Lewis, S.H. Lewis, nine wickets from the Bermuda Islands. Those are the top five. So we, again, we okay. have Phillips and the Philip. In second place, we have Charles. In third place, we have Cam. In fourth place, we have Damba. And in fifth place is Lois from the Wilmot Islands. So more yeah. on that tomorrow, folks. Yeah, I'm beginning to wonder how many, how many of those folks are in the President 11. As then you said, the top performers would have been in the President 11. Some of those names, I don't think they're, they're, they're bowling and batting. But tomorrow, like you said, we can we can pass through that tomorrow yeah. on the, the cricket show. Like I said, locally, David normally brings us local cricket here. We afford him that opportunity. Yeah. But he is officiating a, a cricket match today. So I'll take the honors and do that. Some big shoes to fill, but let me try. In the Gold Coast League, as a matter of fact, tomorrow we have two different leagues, three leagues, as a matter of fact, in Florida. For the Gold Coast League, we have in Miramar, we have two matches there. Um, you know, they have two two pitches there, but on the southern side, no, on the northern side, we're going to have um, Miramar South. We have the Florida Sunrisers comes up against Spartans. And at the 215 game, we're going to have Mega Blasters Blue. They're coming up against Florida Tigers. And then Palm Beach, that's John Prince Park. There's a 10 o'clock game. We have the BCC Ignite. They're coming up against the Palm Beach Titans. That's, those matches are in the Gold Coast League for tomorrow. And in the South Florida League, they have two matches slated for tomorrow. At the Sports Park, that's in Virgil. Backyard, 10 a.m. Matter of fact, David is umpiring that game. David and Salmon. It's Caribbean International comes up against Ambassador. And uh, Port St. Lucie comes up against SCA. And both games are going to be at 10 a.m. So tomorrow we have... Quite a bit of matches, at least what five different matches locally. That's what we have for you on the local scene. Um, I need to ask Colonel a question. Is he with us? Yes. I mean, is there any cricket being played in um in the Virgin Islands? Yeah, they they, they play a short form, but I've um there are people cutting grass outside right now, so I I muted myself. So okay. I won't be able to think there's going to be a lot of disturbance. Oh, well. So let me just yeah, hang up here for a while. You can, huh? you can use your ears and listen in the Fikietu. Maybe we can. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm listening, I'm which, listening which, which, but. I'm, okay. I'm, listening, I'm listening, but there are people cutting grass right outside, yeah. so. The, the machines are going to come through. I know that. So let me just okay. and listen for a while. 
that's what I say. Well, come back in time to hail your special friends because one day you did not bring it on and I had an earful of hearing why I didn't allow Cardinal. No, that was Cardinal's fault. So this time, if you don't come to hail your many special friends who want to hear the name on the radio, let them know that they were dealing with grass. I got, you don't uh, let it score. Go ahead. And the latest score between Sri Lanka and India, the second T20, India replying to Sri Lanka's 183 for 5. 183 for 5. That's a good score by Sri Lanka. India have not resumed um, Saturday innings yet. They're not without loss, as reported right now. So India has 184 to overtake that score that is set by Sri Lanka. Yeah, well, I don't really pick. Um, India is a second team, but I really like Sharma. And you know, on the Sunday show, I would have echoed that a long time ago that Sharma should be captain in the white ball format. So <laughs> I, I like, I like for him. To, I, I like that guy. I think he's a good leader. I think he's a good captain. I think he's a good cricketer. And when Kohli was there for this long time, and even when he was losing, I thought Sharma should have been the man. The yeah. He's exploiting the IPL when Cody himself were coming up short. So um, I like Sri Lanka too. So I, I don't have a horse in the race, but I like I like I like Sharma as a person, as a cricketer, and I support his captaincy. But, um, there we have it, folks. Um, that's what we have for sports this morning, and we are rounding out all of um. What you call it there? February. So I don't know if you wanted to highlight anything, Leon, and um, I'm going to turn it back to Dennis, and he's going to tell us where we can meet tomorrow. And those who are not accessing us by the phone, there's a World Wide Web. Dennis is going to just let folks know and let them know what to do when they call. If they push 1, 11, 10, or nothing at all. So, then you don't want to just pick up on anything. Yes, when Dennis I, yeah, go ahead, Dennis. I would like to invite listeners to join us tomorrow Sunday where we have a exciting program lined up for you with our guests. Join us on www.blogtalkradio slash the cricket show. You're in direct connect. Press the one and you will be in the studios. If you are unable to uh, reach us via the Email no. internet the phone, then dial directly one five one five six zero five ninety eight fifty, and we hope you can join us because the program is set to be filled with lots of highlights and cricket talk on the cricket show six p.m. tomorrow Eastern. Looking forward to hearing and perhaps, as Mac would say, seeing you on the radio. Back to you, Ivor. All right. Well, let's see if we want to wake up, and I think I'll go ahead and bring the birthday. So, Lynn, anything you want to wake up on this, the last February, with something that would have taken place? The West Indies got thrown. Well, six love. Well, the big, 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 big call for the resignation of both Pollard and uh, the coach. Lots of, <laughs> lots of folks are calling for their removal. So that might be a topic that can resurrect again tomorrow. 
we have called, at least I have called for it last week. And a number of players have also done, done so before, but I thought the time had come last week to say goodbye to Pollard and uh, place young Puran in charge and uh, see what the Western is doing. And Pollard and the coach, Simmons, to me, has not done a good job. And I think he and Mr. Estrick should be trying to look another job. I think they have done enough. And they can't do any better. So, well, you know, that's Leon, the only thing I feel might be. You know, Leon, <laughs> I've been, you know, not to not to beat a dead horse here either, but I've been on this uh, trip for how many weeks, months now, mm-hmm. making points about the ineffectiveness of the coaching staff we have, and of course, more recently, the fact that our white ball captain does not seem to be producing. So I've been beating that bandwagon and I'm happy to see that uh, the crescendo is now arriving and others are now openly calling for replacement of the so-called coach and of course taking a second good look at our white ball captain. Ivor, it's back to you. Yes. Well, for me, I think the highlight might be that West Indies would have made some changes. Let's see what Desmond Haynes and Sawan especially would be, would be doing with West Indies teams. Um, they have England that's coming up here. So let's see some of the selections. We hope it be food for me. You, so, you know, Ivor, before you, before you go to sports, I just want to mention something too, if you could. It just came to me because... There is a huge, a huge soccer tournament is due to start in Antigua. We have a bunch of, of um, international players, world-class international players will be assembled, and a number of teams will be set up in the Caribbean. And uh, just waiting to hear this, the, the announcement. I heard it last night for the first time, and I am so excited about the innovation. You're going to have a team based in Antigua, one in in in, in um, Trinidad, in Tobago, I think one in Jamaica, and so on and so forth. But you're going to have a number of young players going to get opportunities, and million dollars are going to be spent promoting these enterprises because a lot of international players will be there, and they will be donating <coughs> their some of their they are earning to promote this enterprise. And as much as $1 million is going to go to the championship side, I think there's going to be um, a contest come March, and we'll tell you more about it. But just look out for the news. A big, big soccer tournament is going to be challenging and be opening in Antigua and around the Caribbean shortly. Okay. Well, folks, stand by in about, say, 15, 20 minutes. We're going to have one days, anniversaries, and events that would have been placed on this date.
Well, this time we're gonna
President Abraham Lincoln, he signs National Currency Act, establishes single national U.S. currency. In 1885, the Berlin Conference gives Congo to Belgium and Nigeria to Britain. Wow. 1891, first Buffalo Purchase for Golden Gates Park. In 1887, we have the English cricketer George Lockman. He took the first eight-wicket haul in Test cricket. He took for 35, and he did so in ground, and he did it against Australia, obviously, in Australia. In 1907, we have the Royal Oil and Shell. They merged to form the British Petroleum, now known as BP. Uh, should I say affectionately known as BP? That's British Petroleum. In 1917, first jazz records recorded. Dixie Band One Step and Livery Stable Blues by original Dixieland Jazz Band for the Victor Talking Machine Company. 1930. First red and green traffic light installed in Manhattan, New York City. 1930, West Indies' first test. Cricket wins by 289 runs over England. 1938, first passenger ship to be equipped with radar. In 1944, maybe we should do it again. 1938, the first passenger ship to be equipped with radar took place in 1938. 1944, first female U.S. Navy captain, Sue Dosser of Nurse Corps, appointed. 1962, the U.S. Supreme Court disallows race separation on public transportation. Oh, wow. 1975, first televised kidney transplant. Today's show, 1980, we had Egypt and Israel exchange ambassador for the first time. 1991, coalition planes bomb Iraqi forces retreating from Kuwait during the Gulf War, killing hundreds and creating the so-called highway of death. In 1993, the World Trade Center bombing of 1993. Oh, I guess that's where Putin got it from. In this era, we have bombing. So 1993, the World Trade Center bombing. Um, six persons were killed and over 1,000 were injured in what was the deadliest act of terrorism on U.S. soil at the time. In 2005, Hussein Mubarak, president of Egypt, he ordered the constitution change for love. Are you there? Benny? Ivo? Hello, Leon. No, I'm I'm just gone uh, yeah. mute. You 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 are Sorry. mute and are you yeah. here? I Iva has been dropped again. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. I'm, okay. I'm listening, and he went off. And he, I just went off. Um, okay. So he's, he's coming back. His system has failed him again. Okay, so um, let me just try and get get something to fill the until he's back. Okay. Yeah. You good. You well. Find us a nice. Find us a nice bit of music. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me do this. Um, There's a a group out of Barbados named Talk. Okay. We have a name Talk. 
Well, let me see if I can. By the Troubadours, you know, you heard that song before. I've heard of the Troubadours, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Ivan, you back? Um, yes, well, half back. I don't know. One time I can speak on the phone. One time I can speak to the computer. So let's see. If we're going to get this icky, icky, icky. Let's hope not. But folks, we're just moments away from Dawn and Debbie. So Dennis will lead the charge and he will end it when we get a chance. And the Cardinal is free to come on in when he can greet his special fans. We hope to hear from Lynn maybe at the top of the hour. Oh, I'm sure she might have something um, good to tell us that's happening over there in St. Kitts, Nevis, and by extension, the Leeward Islands. So, Lynn, you can continue playing that song. I like that song. Uh, mm. uh, well, you know the name of it is Talk. And some people say, I talk too much, but it's <laughs> not me. By the Troubadour. <laughs>
from the Blaze Radio Show, Mr. William Harris, Nigel Joseph, Pastor Pete, we ask that you pray for him this morning. Um, yesterday, um, on his way to go and serve the community yesterday was the day that they were going to, um, they prepared a beautiful lunch down in Finan Village. Um, and when he went to open, he was attacked by someone that was trying to take his phone. And he and the ambulance had to be called, and he had to be taken to the hospital where he got some stitches. Um, our work continues. Our work continues. Our work continues. The devil is a liar. Uh, we just want um, prayer for him, prayer that he's fully recovered, and prayer that um, they know that whoever um, is doing the attacking, um, and, you know, as simple as it could be someone that wanted a meal, you know what, we ask that you represent yourself and turn yourself in. But well, we pray for pa- Pastor Pete this morning, when Pastor Wellnell Pete from the House of Refuge Church um, down in the Great Green Bay area. We lift him up in prayer that God sincerely um, touch him and God always do um, and heal him um, and um, his face and upon him and be gracious unto him. Um, and, you know, just pray that all is well moving forward. We pray for, um, we pray that um, peace prevail. Um, also, um, just to lift up another Peter Joseph, she was the one with the luncheon yesterday, and I know she feels um, bad because she was not there um, when it happened, um, but once again, God prevailed. Tracy Henry, good morning. Um, Veronica Anthony, those are the members of our group. We continue to do the work. We continue food, clothing, uh, equipment, anything that you like to donate, monetary um, funds greatly appreciated, um, and I just want to thank you for always giving us the opportunity to come on on a Saturday morning or when you're on a Sunday evening that we can just speak about our beautiful um, island of Antigua and Barbuda and um, what help is needed. Um, as you know, in this COVID time, um, you know everyone doesn't have a job, who doesn't have food on the table, who are suffering. Um, you know, they're going in all kinds of directions to satisfy their needs. Okay, reach out to one of us or reach out to someone on the island and let's see how we, we can help you instead of robbing and stealing and hurting others. Um, I can be reached at um, Debbie Campbell NYC at AOL.com. That is D E B B Y C A M P B E L L N Y C at AOL.com. And um, at 845-820-6598. Um, and I'm at, on Facebook on the Debbie Simon. You can email me. You can text me. You can call me. If it's just to even all for information as to, you know what, you guys will get a lot of help from X, Y, and Z. If you have any information that you would like to offer us, we're also open to information gathering so that we can move forward. So I just wanted to say thank you and just please keep our group in prayer, especially Pastor Pete. Dawn? Hi, good morning, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for allowing us the opportunity to be on your radio station and allow us to bring our message from God to our ears, to the public. We are definitely in need of donations. 
It is not something that is a one-time effort, but it's something that's continuous as we are going to fight the good fight all the way through according to God's word and according to how he is um, guiding us in our group, the Antiguans and Barbudans care team. Um, I am saddened to the fact that someone, especially someone who is known to the group there in Antigua, um, and is a person that comes and gets food to eat, decided to make a sad choice in attacking Pastor Pete as he was getting ready to put up the tent. And it, it just, it, it's really bothering me at the moment. I'm asking y'all, just pray for us because, you know, we go out there with the intention of doing right by people 100% of the time, all of the time. And for someone to do that, you know, is discouraging. However, we're not going to allow that to overshadow us and the, what we're doing in Antigua for the people that are on the serve because we know that they appreciate it. We've gotten feedback from them that it's very important that we continue doing the work. And for Pastor Pete himself, who actually, you know, got hurt and had to end up getting stitches and that type of stuff, we're going to be continuously praying for him. And the fact that he is not going to do anything to that person and just continuously pray for him because he could have had him arrested and it didn't happen. And so he forgave him. And that's the thing, forgiveness. And so, ladies and gentlemen that's listening, we encourage you to take part in helping us with the donations, whichever directions you would like to go, whether it's monetary or if you would like to send something to Antigua, please contact Debbie and please contact myself. I am Dawn Cochrane, Curtin from Antigua, and the passion I have for my people has never changed from the day I was born. And so I'd like to give you my email, which is Curtin, K-I-R-T-O-N, 697 at gmail.com, or by phone, 785-554-5628. Help us fight this battle of poverty. Help us to help the people that are in need, because we have so many things uh, that Debbie can explain to you what we're working towards. And thank you guys so much for allowing us again to be here today. Debbie? All right, don't go. Don't go yet. Um, we hope you had a wonderful first day last week. And um, here we take the whole month, so we hope that you will carry on for the rest of the month. Well, I absolutely love that. Yes, and I did well, and you know, so I am just grateful to be alive uh, at the age of 60, and I pray to God that he will continue to work with me and get me in, into positions where I can help people because that is my goal, my mission in life, and that's what I learned from my father. And so I am continuing to do those things because that is what he has instilled in me. So thank you all again. My birthday was quiet okay. on everything, you know, so I'm good. I'm good. Okay, well, we, we have a few more things to over here, we're going to play a special song for the pastor. Lynn is going to say a special prayer for him and wait for Dennis to just take us up. So this one awesome. is Life is easy when you're up on the mountain and you've got peace of mind. Like you've never known Nothing changed 
when you're down in the valley, don't stay, for you're never alone, for the God on the Thank you, Debbie, and thank you, Travis, and thank you, 
Veronica and all the other members of this the group. And we trust that in a very short time, Pastor Pete will back to his normal self. And bless him and his family. In your precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Well, Don and Debbie, you know, the Cookie Show is always here for you. Every time we are on, especially we here at the Saturday morning entertainment. So feel free anytime. We'll do whatever we can to uplift the spirits, if nothing else. Dennis, you are going to take away the ladies for the end of February, a historic Black History Month. But we will continue this great endeavor into the month of March. So we'll march on. Dennis, thank the you. Thank you, Ivor and Debbie and Dawn. As they have said, whatever way you can, there is no limit. Material, money, clothing, food sporting goods, school, and even medical equipment. We have just heard from Debbie and Dawn. They are folks out there who are in need, and if you can help, dig deep. I know times are hard, but it's even harder where they are. So dig deep and reach out and help. Contact Debbie and Dawn. Thank you for coming on, Debbie and Dawn. We look forward to having you with us next time. Thank you, and good morning. Back to you, Thank you, and have a blessed day. You guys. Bye-bye. Likewise. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Just have it, folks. Um, and things can go wrong, but God would always make them right. Like I said, why would somebody want to do that? I mean, but the guy has a good heart. I hope that the Lord does not take it up because they can still first year this, you know, but they're going to need the evidence. But I hope that people don't think they can just do these things and get away. With it, because the guy have a nice, soft heart. What if this guy wanted to defend himself, and next thing something else could have escalated out of that, given the unfortunate blow? I mean, people need to think. People need to think. I still don't know if Cardinal is in a position to heal his many fans. I would have asked for Lina to come in around 11 o'clock, if she can just say hi, hello to the folks, and... Uh, let us know what's happening in the Leeward Islands since he's close at hand. But you know, a whole lot of stuff is happening in the world today. So we still have another hour to go, folks. So we... Yeah. Let's... Oh, you're in the yeah, I'm, 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 I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, <laughs> don't, don't tell us yeah. what to do with the grass, man. Don't tell us I mean because... Okay. I see a lot of animals, when they would have finished eating, a lot of grass come out too. I don't understand that. And some people get the bush and they roll it up and they call it grass. So let's keep out the grass. We already kept out of the bushes. Oh, no more bushes. Treat your many fans. All right. you know. Yes, yes, it was. I know that they are waiting patiently. So let me say good morning to first all of the fans, friends, and supporters of the Saturday morning entertainment show. And now on to greeting the special ones who call in from time to time. Let us know how well we're doing, how well we're not doing, and what we need to do better. That keeps the show alive, and it keeps it moving. Because we do this to please the fans, of course. So let me say good morning. To the people up in New York, and I say good morning to Murtrice, Ina, Donna, Sharon, and Lady Bob's in New York. 
Um, the, the weather is warming up, I hope, for the people up in New York, and we soon have daylight saving times again. March is just around the corner. We're marching on to that. Let me say good morning to the people over in St. Martin. They, we've got a good crowd over there, but we got to say a special hello to Irma Thompson and Carlos. Good morning to you, and hoping that you're having a great time over there in St. Martin. We still got nice and cool weather here in the Caribbean, so I'm sure everyone is enjoying that. So if you want to enjoy some of it, come on down. If you can't make it, join us here on the entertainment show, because... We've always got sunshine. I'm going to go on over to St. Kitts, where I'm going to say good morning to Lynette. I haven't heard from her in the morning. And when Ivor doesn't hear Lynette or Phil, he suggests something is happening between Lynette and Phil. But, you know, Lynette, come on in any time. You don't have to defend yourself against Ivor because, you know, he tells true stories. Good morning <laughs> to the people over in Nevis. <laughs> good morning to Mr. Renford Doerr and his staff there at 2020 Vision Radio, and particularly to Carmen Lady C. Griffin. I'm going to step across to the UK, where I'm going to say good morning to Omel, the great Liverpool fan who has this rivalry with Chelsea. And, you know, Liam is a Chelsea fan. So Omel says it's okay. Chelsea's got the... World Cup, you know, so whatever mistakes were made, and she's not giving Chelsea any props, you know. But anyway, the, the European, the European Championship, the European Championship, the European Championship. But anyway, Leon says Chelsea. Leon says, in spite of their lower order, Chelsea is still the best. I wonder if I will have a response to that. Good morning to the people in North America, and I'm going to stop off in Fort Lauderdale. Where I'm going to say good morning to Elimat. King Elimat, that is, hoping that the brother is doing all right. I'm going to say good morning to Marva Jones and my favorite celebrity, Tiffany. My little brother Malik and little sister Tanaya. And I'm going to go on down to the southwest where I'm going to say good morning to Jerome Cutner Richardson. You know, and, and, and I keep saying I wonder what happened to Cutner because he's not, he's not calling us at all. So, hey. Now, we're just hoping that you're okay. Give us a buzz, brother. I'm going to go on up to Georgia and I'm going to say good morning to Yvette, Monique, and Barbara listening to us over there in Georgia, hoping that they're having a great time as well. They, they usually got better weather than New York, but they've been breathing cold lately. And finally, I'm going to say, oh, i got to say good morning to a special friend over in, special friend over in St. Thomas who recently joined our show and expressed her pleasure at hearing particularly the the inspirational portion on the planet. Good morning, Kathleen, over there in St. Thomas. Good morning to you. Hope you joined our show this morning. Glad to hear you say that you enjoy the show. And so finally, I'm going to say good morning to my dear sister, Yvonne, wherever she is. She goes around a lot, you know, Ivan. She still sends me greetings here and again. She keeps me smiling. Good morning, Ivan. Hope you're having a great time wherever you are. And to all the fans, friends, and supporters, join us. Come on in. We've got sunshine. And Ivan's got a great show for you. Back to you, Ivan. 
Okay. Before you come in there, I'll just tell Cardinal to tell Umel um, that the, the boss for, for Chelsea is a Russian, and he is very friendly to Putin. So that doesn't go down <laughs> oh. too well with some. And that doesn't go down too well with Chelsea oh. fans. So I'm lukewarm. What about you? I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure she's <laughs> listening. So... I'm yeah. sure she's listening. Doesn't go down yes. too well with at least we can't take the ownership away, but you know, they say he's a very good friend of Mr. Putin and that doesn't go down well with me at all. I'm with, 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 with the so. Chelsea fan. <laughs> yes, <Okay>. indeed. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> well folks, I want to have a listen to this one coming out of Nevis. It was there in the last Culturama thing, but I love this song. Listen to the lyrics, folks. Thank you. 
that collectively we appear unable to bring peace and stop this crazy leader of the Russian people. It is sad, very sad, that the United Nations can sit down with Russia expressing a veto to deny other nations the ability to call out Putin, Putin for his brutality. If the UN is unable to intervene in a meaningful way to stop this unprovoked war and destruction, what is the point of this organization? It seems they are ineffective, especially in a situation where it is so blatantly obvious from day one that the entire situation was a setup. It's a sham. It is designed to do nothing but let others of the world, based on all the threats that's coming forward from Putin, that he is a strong man. That's all it is. And shame and disgust, heaps of shame and disgust on those supporters and apologists for Putin here in the United States, Congress, the House, the Senate, and of course, we all know the major supporter of Putin. All these people have given him license to go ahead and do the kind of brutality, brutality upon the people of the Ukraine. I will stop at that then. Uh, yes. Yeah. A question for you, though, Dennis. Um, what do you think about the folks in in Russia? who are opposing the war, and I don't, I'm, I don't know if they're willing to um, give up their freedom to go to prison because we have seen some arrests with people in Moscow itself who are denouncing the war. What do you think? What do you think oh, of that? Oh, I, I applaud. I applaud that. And the, the fact of the matter is I am not blaming the Russian people for what is taking place over there in Ukraine. This is securely at the hands and feet of, we know we've seen all those, uh, however many hundreds or dozens of, of, of men in the Duma standing up and voting to go to war. But we know that they do not have the backbone to fight Putin because Putin has the might of the government and is quite capable of um, you know, putting pressure on them, doing things to them that is ungodly. So, yes, I applaud, I support, I am very, very grateful, thankful indeed to see so many of the Russian population, citizens of Russia, who are standing up in opposition to this war. So, yes, I, I, I do give them kudos. Back to you. Well, right, signs of democracy. Um, Leon. You can bring well, you know, my, your own topic. Yeah, my take on this continuing topic is that um, I believe those people who are opposing the war in in, in, in Russia, they're going to be in prison. But the latest I heard is that um, the USA have offered the president of um, to 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 evacuate. But I, I wondered, NATO has over 100,000 
troops available? Why aren't they not going in and help? Why are they not doing anything? What is the purpose of them getting together? And uh, Putin thinks that he probably would have gotten through before, but they are fighting old folks. What is very, very encouraging is old folks are taking up their arms. People who are not in the army are taking up their arms and fighting to defend. And the president says, I am not going to move. I'm going to fight to take us, take me down. I'm going to fight because this is uncalled for. Why are they wanting to go into the foreign country? It's because he wants them to to um, get rid of the association with the West. You can't tell people how to live, but to oh, what form of government they should have. If, if they, he's too friendly with 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 with, with the um, West. So it's a, it's a it's a tragedy, and in this day and age, I don't think that that should happen. But Russia has something over them because they can go into the UN and veto. They can go into space and and do something there in 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 in, in uh, they are working closely with the USA in space and whatever they have up there, they can just shatter and just crash everything so they're very careful despite the fact they put on sanction on a number of um, banks in the USA and elsewhere and they have now put on sanction and Putin himself and his his, his closest friends that team still doesn't doesn't take a dent in him so we, we, we just wait and see what will happen but those guys are determined to fight to defend their country and I wish them well. And I hope that NATO yes. and the allies could go in and assist them so that they can defend themselves and just put up a, a resistance that Russia would know that they shouldn't do it again. Leon, unfortunately, well, I, I NATO, I I NATO's charter does not allow them to intervene in countries and that are NATO. NATO, they're oh, not okay. allowed to intervene because they yeah, are... Yeah, he's a, not a NATO country. No, mm. Ukraine is not yet a NATO, and that's partially no, yeah, why, okay. why, why uh, Putin's okay. doing this mm. is because he knows that uh, Ukraine eventually wants to become part of NATO for the protection mm. that uh, and to prevent this type of attack. And, and, and Belarus so also is trying to, and he's trying to do the same with Belarus too? But no, Did, Belarus, you hear Belarus is part of the Russian um, atmosphere. Or yeah, but they, they too want to be, uh, be separated and go to NATO. I understand. No. That's what I heard in the news last night. Well, it, it's... But, but why, why, why? The largest country in the world, right? Largest country. And you want a little piece and a little more? Huh? Well, it, it's not a matter of wanting more. It's a matter of wanting it, to be seen. Them being the face of the West. I think that is what bothers um, yeah. Putin yeah, more than anything. Mm-hmm. It's like... Why should he want to do to interfere with how people live? Surely going to tell because them... He's a dictator. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. like I said, I just played a sound there... 
when your time come, when judgment come, you, you're done, you're gone. And whatever you had stays on earth while you go six feet under. So somebody has to tell him he too is going to go. So uh, what he's trying to acquire and accomplish and his own people now are rising up against him. So you can tell the Russian people, quite a number of them are not for this. But um, mm-hmm. I can understand the intelligence would have told the world that these people are going to be invaded. They came by land, sea, and air. You're saying it rightly. You mean they couldn't do anything to just stop them somewhere along the line? Help them somewhere before the fighting even starts? You know they're coming. So why are you allowed them to come? Get all the way in. Kill innocent people. Don't give them money. You're going to close this bank. Don't close it. What about those people who, who, to me, you're allowed to get killed by they advancing so far in? I mean, I know the airspace might be long to Russia and America couldn't get there, but they could have done build up something over there, man, help something to prevent these guys there. Don't cross this line. Put down a marker. They're advancing, they're advancing. Listen, once you hit here, we are going to act. But they're free World War free, I guess. But sometimes you just have to yeah. do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Let's see if Colonel have anything to say on this or if you want to bring something else because... I still wish that lady well. She's a brown, you know. Cardinals. Yeah. In a position. You know, she's she's also white. (laughs) She's a white too? Oh, I know her last name is Brown. No. No, no. She's a white. What do you mean? You mean that she's very white? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, Cardinals, they told me that a lot. All All white people like black. People. That was the last thing I heard in the conversation. Colonel, open line, your take. Yeah, well, you know, I I, I, I usually recognize a, a serious set of flaws, you know, an analysis of events like what is taking place between the Ukraine and Russia. And those defects in our analysis come from Number one, our lack of knowledge of history. And number two, our indoctrination at not understanding the whole before we talk about its parts. You know, we, we, we have continually done that. Now, I'm, I'm not going to chance to say what happening between the Ukraine and Russia and start to progress to saying that Putin is this evil man of the sort that we have never been never seen before. I I can't afford to say that. Because I, I just made a statement earlier in the presentation I gave about Marcus Garvey. I said I said that earlier that the history of Europe is a history of wars. Now, the Europeans launched an offensive against the indigenous peoples of North America, the Caribbean, South America, and Africa back in the 15th century. It's now the 21st century, and that offensive is still in progress. But we don't understand it because we don't understand its history, for one thing. When we try to analyze it 
we point our finger at, at individuals one way or the other. So we are pointing a finger at Putin. And at the same time, we say, well, it's not the Russian people. Well, who does Putin lead? Putin is the leader of the Russian people. They install him. They determine no. his authority. Yeah. So how can you tell me? <laughs> Let me finish my statement, please. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. How could you tell me that this is not about the Russian people, this is about Putin? Bloody, you know, blunt mistake and, and mischaracterization of an, of, of an analytical approach. The, Euro, the, the, the Ukrainians and the Russians have a history which we know very little about. We know that the Europeans have a history of wars. We don't understand that history. We can't talk about what's currently happening with any safe um, legitimacy of our logic. Now, I'm going to say, I don't understand the history. There's a lot of history there. You know, just as if, just as though, as if, as though there's a lot of history behind the condition of Haiti. Just as though there are a lot of history behind the condition of black people in America, in England, in Africa. There's a history behind that that we tend to ignore. And we point our finger at individuals. They are the cause of this or that condition. And that kind of analysis, that kind of logic is seriously flawed. We got to stop that. We got to understand the whole and understand how each of the parts fit into the, into the whole before we make a conclusion as to what really is happening. All I can say is that what I know is what something that I can mention in reference to Karl Marx. Marx said, all social antagonisms, all social antagonisms are born of oppression. And as far as I know, oppression is rooted in the dehumanization or the degradation of people. That I know. Now, how the Russians and the Ukrainians orient themselves in terms of identity, in terms of their beliefs, in terms of their concepts, their principles, their values, their culture, how the Ukrainians and the Russians identify themselves and develop their, cult- their, their, their social construct, their political construct, their economic construct, whatever agreements that they make, whatever activities that they engage in, how they do that, I have no understanding. I'm going to admit, I have no knowledge of how they go about it. I know something differently. I'm, I'm positioned differently when it comes to the experience of black people 
in this part of the world. And, but in spite of that, the fact that that history is more familiar to us, or is, I should not say more familiar, is more available to us, a lot of us don't even know about it. So we can make a legitimate assessment of the experience of black people in this part of the world or in Africa, okay? So I am not going to join a song and say, okay, let's demonize Vladimir Putin because he invaded the Ukraine. I got to understand more about the history of these two, two regions, uh, I should say, these two political subdivisions before I can make such a conclusion. Because that factor of the demonization has worked against us every time. One of the greatest leaders of this region was demonized for years. The Honorable Fidel Castro. Okay? Marcus Garvey, as I just related to you, was demonized. Elijah Muhammad was demonized. Malcolm X was demonized. And they are characters who represent the liberation of our people. And even some of us have joined the throng to to demonize them. So, where does our logic come in in trying to form a conclusion about Vladimir Putin because of his relationship with the Ukraine and the Russians? Where do we get the authority to, to demonize him when we don't know that history? Again, okay. the trick is being played on us. And we are falling for it. Well, it's just an opinion. So, Leon had a question for you. So, let's end No, it no, no, no. The, the only short answer I have to tell Cardinal, 100, um, 100 million Frenchmen can't be wrong. Everybody, everybody around the world is saying this guy is a, is a tyrant. So, how, how is he going to be, you know, they're going to be so wrong. Well, I would join. I would. I would join that in the sense of of time here to say that I don't think anybody's waiting until the invasion of Kuwait. Um, the, this, this invasion. Ukraine. Ukraine. To say this man is an evil man. So cannot say we waited until that. I don't think so. I've listened no. to that guy, and I don't think he loves his people. No, they're taking away. There was supposed to be some games over there. Some. Um, <clears throat> What, what, what yeah, the, 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 the Formula One, Formula One is supposed to be going there and not going there anymore. Right. So all yeah. these things you have to look out. I mean, Putin might be set for life, but what about your people? Is the people going to suffer? Not him. Not him. Mm-hmm. So if you really love his people and you know that the rest of the world is going to be against you, sometimes you just have to swallow your pride. You're fighting this to say you're, you're, you're fought through and you're, you're fighting for this. And in the end, who suffers? The Ukraine people. Mm-hmm. People from Ukraine, people from Russia. But you're sitting high up on the throne with, with, a, with a bunch of men guarding you. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't go for that. I, I think that is destruction. If you want, go, with, go over there with, with your hand, with some gloves or something. But you go with all this heavy artillery 
to take over something. It wasn't willed to him. It's not his mm-hmm. to take. So mm-hmm. I can't go along with that. Whether you call him evil or you call this and that, I'm talking about the act. The act is barbaric. It is barbaric. You're leaving from where you are and going over there. Or you're sending people from here going over there. Satisfy you what's over here. What you want over there? Hmm? Right, you want all? All is yours? It's for me? In mine, mine, mine? Short to say, for one authority. I cannot side with that. Um, with anybody who is saying, mm-hmm. I'm not going to demonize him. He's doing, he doing that mm-hmm. for himself. I'm looking from the human side of it. What is there to gain? I'm in charge of another set of people. Or I want to prevent him from being friendly with those other set of people. What is he going to gain? Other than you're burying a bunch of people. Too many bombs and guns in the, in, in the world. That's number one. In two persons, they're fighting fist fight or in a boxing ring. You take some heavy artillery. You see them over there. What, what, why are these being made? For what? To take some people up in a building up there, blow on the building to kill innocent people? I cannot, for the life of me, cannot. I don't have to know. No history about that. But the man who gave that order to go and do that, blood is on his hands. And if Putin is the man who is doing that, Blood is on his hands. He cannot do that. And me say, I don't know enough about him to call him a tyrant. No, I have to go along and say, those men you sent over there to kill those people here, you have to bear that thing. And I think the rest of the world should do NATO or no NATO. Do something. You can't have no one man doing that. And then, 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 it is World War. Let it be World War. We're going to suffer. I sure if I go now to mm-hmm. buy some gasoline, which was already going up for us $4. It might be $5. I'm going this, in the store. All because of this, I can't praise him. Oliver, the, the, I mean, I, much as I admire the Cardinal's um, historic bent and historic um, information, I think he, he has missed a point here because the demonization of our people, people of color, that exists not here in the United States and elsewhere. But that is a battle that we as people of color have to fight here in the U.S. and elsewhere. However, what Putin is doing and has done, first of all, he has the might and he has the willing cooperation of people in his inner circles. They imprison opposition. They murder people regardless of where they are. He'll send assassins to places like the UK and elsewhere to remove anyone who dares to speak against them. He's imprisoned. Look at what's happened to Navalny. The fact of the matter is, all of this this is not being done by the people of Russia because if they dare to speak out, he has his organization. Even the soldiers who are in Ukraine, or Russian soldiers in Ukraine, they're going there and they're doing these ghastly deeds. But I am convinced that a lot of them, if they were to resist, would be forcibly shot right there and then. 
by the mm. inner circles of Putin. So there's no doubt that what we're witnessing is directly at the hands and the behest and the will of Putin himself and his cadres who are his supporters who stands to benefit. It is not the people, in my opinion, that of Russia, who are, uh, yes, they could probably fight some more, but there again, life is precious, and many people do not want to be sacrificed for a cause. I'm not saying the cause may be wrong. They just do not willing to sacrifice their lives for it, so they put up with it. And yes, they wish they would be able to do some other about it. But Putin is the one, and he has supporters not just in Russia, but in other parts of the world, like China, and even here in the United States. Putin has exactly. his supporters, even mm-hmm. here in the yeah. United States. So, but of course, and, 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 you know, I'm going to say, say, you know something, Ibatu? You know what's hurtful is to see China went into the United Nations and abstained, abstained. Yeah. And then our past yeah. president, yeah. you know, and bigging up this guy. And but remember, bigging up this guy. Remember, That's painful, Leon. man. Remember, Trump, Leon. Trump was the president too. Trump would have joined China in this regard. Hmm? He would have joined and go with Putin, I believe. I, yeah. I, I, I yeah. give up, but I believe. <laughs> Yeah, and I believe that he's a smart man. No, because this is a build-up from since this didn't just happen overnight. Eh? This is a build-up from since that last presidency there. All this has been going on, and like Dennis was saying, some of these people don't get across in there, like wolves in sheep clothing, right in that army, right in 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 that place there. Where do you think they're fighting for? They might be fighting again. But then maybe they just switched, have another. You know, Leon, we have to remember that China, China and Russia are two, pea, are two peas in the same pod. Because what China does to their people, you only have to look back at what's happened in Hong Kong not so long ago and still happening today. So China and Russia are two peas in the same pod. So I'm not surprised that he would abstain from condemning Russia because he has his eyes set on doing the same thing to Taiwan, but for the fact that and the United States he wants, he wants, he wants okay. then, then he will be next. But like I said, I tell Colonel, I am not gonna interfere with the way how Putin runs Russia or whatever happened over there. That's for them to get up and fight this and that. My problem with it is when he's gonna leave from there and come over here. That is my problem. So whatever you do over there, the people vote to win, however illegal or thing, I am not have, I am not much to say about that. People are supposed to fight that fight. Once he's leaving out of there, that's where I'm gonna have my opinion echoed. Let me, let me let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this before mm-hmm. you. I I'm a I'm afraid of China too because when they come cross and give this give this build this building build this stadium. They they're not doing it for 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 love of us. They have they have an ulterior motive. Yes. So watch out. <laughs> yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, quickly, I'm gonna push this internal thing here to start. We don't have a lot of time. We know these Supreme Courts they are there for life. The judge. Yes. Uh-huh. But here is Justice Stephen Breyer announces retirement. Anybody know 
what is he sick? Is he ill? Um, what happened? And then age. maybe another I'm sick. Say no. I think it's age. Well, it's age. So age should not mean anything. They're there they for life. Yeah. So they can die inside. Yeah. I I okay. I that's short answer. That's fine. We have um. I'm I'm, I'm sticking with Brown, but Liam would have said she he prefers to use um Jackson. I think that's a married name, right? Jackson. No, no, no. I, so, I was just jokingly say that she's white. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just, just, oh, oh, oh. I thought yeah. you actually think no. because I think I'm married no, 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 no. Jackson. Jackson. But anyway, let somebody else pick up that part here. Yeah. Good, good pick. Um, I don't think she come with any baggage. And Biden, I think Biden throw some shade and um, and the last um Supreme Court guy there. Um, what's what's his name there? The one, the one who okay. came with the baggage there with the business and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, because I think Biden, Biden, when he was, when he picked her, he said um, she came with good credentials and um, mm-hmm. I, I think he went on to say, you know, She's unimpeachable. Qualified. He said unimpeachable something. I, I, I can't, I, I can't answer this whole thing. But once he used the word. Impeachable. Remember, they were headed that way with that, with that guy there, yeah. the judge that Trump would have would have got there. So I don't know if somebody wanted to just touch that quickly in five minutes. Good pick, you think? Well, yeah, uh, uh, marvelous. The, the Breyer Breyer's situation was age, basically. I don't think he's sick. He's aged, but mm-hmm. uh, that's in regard to the fact that the the Republicans have manufactured a lot of position on the court with people with their brand of uh, right-wing opposition uh, with people who are of very young age meaning that they're, they're likely to be on the court for a long time so Breyer has done the equivalent by deciding to leave people wish that uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had retired when she had the opportunity to put another uh, justice on the court who is opposed to the right-wing um, roller coaster that's going on right there right now. And uh, the pick itself, I have no problem. Any of the four or five or six people who are mentioned, in my opinion, have the right credentials and could certainly have made a very good justice. So I'm quite happy with the one we have. And Mm-hmm. I would have been happy with any of the half a dozen or so names that had been put forward. Back to you, Ivan. Okay, Colonel. Any, 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 anything on the pick? Anything you know of this, this, this judge? I, I cannot say. Uh, all I can tell you, I, uh, her image impresses me. I don't know why. I like her. I was hoping that she okay. would be the one that picked, and I don't know why. I don't know anything about her, and I probably won't I know anything you, about but her. Hold on. You're going in the gut And I, I won't know anything about her until I read one of her opinions. I don't think I ever remember reading any of her opinions. Now I can go back and do that to see, oh. you know, which way she goes. But just my gut feeling, as you say, my, you know, when when we say my spirit takes a person, mm-hmm. right? Something about her impresses me more than the others. I the other say. five. Okay. So, so I, I am, I'm, I'm happy with that pick. But I do not know of her character. I know nothing of her opinion. 
or anything like that. And as far as the retirement and the lifelong uh, posting of Supreme Court justices, they are appointed for life unless they are impeached. And for life doesn't mean that they got to stay till the death. They can retire. So Good Marshall retired and went right. to, to, live, to, to, to think. Uh, the, 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 the one that has the house in Nevis, I think it's Justice Stevens, he retired. You know, uh, Scalia died mm-hmm. while he was in office. Ruth Ginsburg died while she was in office. Rehnquist died while he was in office. But sometimes they say, look, I had enough. I'm old. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm ready to just relax. They can retire. It doesn't mean, you know, being appointed for life doesn't mean that they got to study until they're dead. Okay? I know that, but they should take so, with that. No retirement retirement yep. comes for, for many of them. One last caveat, uh, Ivor. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would strongly support um, time limits being placed on these uh, Supreme Court these, these appointments. Yes. I honestly yes, would. Yes, I agree that. I don't it, like the nice thing. Yeah, I, I, I would work. say that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be done. Serious, seriously, con- they, just, this just one piece of breaking news. Mm-hmm. Just one piece of breaking news. I just got that Biden approved three hundred sixteen billion dollars for <laughs> billion or million dollars for Ukraine. Three hundred sixty million dollars. Okay. Yeah, that, that came mm-hmm. on. That came on. Um, but finish it up there, Colonel. We're gonna end out here in in. In another two okay. minutes or so. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to see her, you know, performance as a, as a Supreme Court justice. And, you know, I'm hoping that she would be of the type, challenge, you know, established standards. You know, you know, would challenge the precedent like Thurgood Marshall did and say, look, I understand that this has been established, but I think it is wrong. You know, like um, William Brennan did in his time, and I don't think I, I think he retired. I don't think he's even he's even dead yet, but he was one of Thurgood Marshall's um, allies on the Supreme Court in a lot of opinions, but many of them were dissenting opinions. Now, how Katanji Jackson is going to pan out is for us to see and how history will judge her, uh, I should say, how, how she would manifest herself as a Supreme Court justice and determine how we will see her in, her, in the delivery of her opinions. I'm hoping that she, she does really well because the system that we have to negotiate here, it really needs reconstruction. And I think the Supreme Court has the opportunity to do that. But that is not going to happen because the Supreme Court has already taken the position that any changes that we make got to be incremental. We cannot take a radical approach to changing America. You got to be an incremental approach. So even though well, it's happening on the Supreme Court, even though certain uh, decisions have been made. And let me go back to one, back to 1955, the Brown versus Board of Education decision. The Supreme Court says, look, this has to be done. This, segrega- this, this segregation has to be done with all deliberate speed, which, is the, which actually it said nothing at all. 
but he did not say how much speed. He said deliberate speed. So the states and their institutions took their time about it, and up to this day, they have not completed the task. So okay. when we are talking about, you know, maintaining uh, precedence and all this kind of thing, you know, we are talking about a Supreme Court, a powerful institution, a sacred institution that is also called upon to preserve the tenets of white supremacy. As it's yes. as easy as that. Okay, we got to leave. So, yeah, um, are we going um, to? Are we going to? Are we going to 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 look at that institution for what it is and what he has done over the years? Hey. Okay. Can I, let's, let's 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 leave it there because you know last time they shut us down on the on the money here, and I'm gonna we're gonna have a summer we're gonna have um, let it summarize. Thanks oddly for his birthdays and all the good stuff. We had Valentine coming to Black History and all the good stuff. So, Leon, take a, 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 a thirty seconds to say your goodbyes and we'll give Dennis a little time to just summarize. The yes. Okay. Just to, to remind our folks that the, the the three the three police officers who were involved with that, the killing of George uh, have been found guilty. You guys are. Mindful of that as well, and just thank, just want to thank you for another good show this morning, and just hope that all goes well with each and everyone who is listening today. And again, just wanted to say our sympathies are extended to our dear brother, Curtis, over there in in Miami. His wife Phyllis passed on, and she'll be sadly missed. They have, have been married for some 42 years, and she. They sat up one morning, had a massive stroke, and by the time they took her to the hospital, she was a goner. So, have a blessed day, folks. Okay, well, Dennis, just summarize for us and tell us where we meet tomorrow. Okay. Ivor, you know, I'm pleased to, well, you know, it's the end of Black History Month, and I hope that our listeners and Others would have had the opportunity to reflect upon all the many contributions that uh, people of color have made to the development and growth of a technological society that we are in today. We are thankful, or we've been thankful for the work and efforts being done by the charity group, the Antigua and Barbuda uh, a Care Society, Debbie and Dawn's group, and in addition, we've seen the trials of uh, the George Floyd group, as Leon mentioned, the George Floyd cops who mm-hmm. brutally caused the death of George Floyd, that they were found guilty of human of, of violating the rights. Of course, we know Chauvin was uh, convicted. We also have the uh, Arbery case, which settled, when I say settled, verdict, guilt, and more guilt. And... Looking forward in sports to the Women's World Cup. We want to support and encourage our women as they take on the Women's World Cup beginning in March. And good luck to the West Indies. Thank you. Join us tomorrow. And, of course, in future, radio slash the cricket show. And we are here on Saturdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on Sundays from 6 p.m.
Thank you for being part of our show. We look forward to having you with us again next time. Back to you, Liam. Okay. And I, I just will, just will send us home here, Colonel. He'll do it on our behalf. <laughs> well, I did enjoy the show this morning and, you know, all the other mornings, Saturday morning. And we be tuning in tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening on the Sunday evening show, 6 to 9 p.m. So come on, come on. Tell your neighbor we are on 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Sunday. So on that note, I have bid you farewell so long until not goodbye. Talk to you tomorrow. All right, folks, we see you in March for the next episode. May the rest of the day be the best of your day. Thanks a lot, everybody.